Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the BU Podcast. And I am so excited that you chose to listen to the BU Podcast. Do not be selfish. Please send this episode of the BU Podcast to your friends so that they can listen along with you while you're in quarantine because we don't have anything to do in quarantine. So, you know, let's have some fun on this podcast and send it with our friends so that they can listen as well. So today I'd like to talk about insecurities and Marquise and I, we discuss a little bit about insecurities in the second episode. If you haven't watched that episode yet, oh my gosh, Marquise dropped so much bomb, motivation and inspirational words on us. You do not want to not listen to it. So Go back and listen to that before you listen to this podcast or you can just finish this podcast episode and you can go back to listen to Marquise's episode of the BU podcast. And so I just thought that I should come back and, you know, talk more about insecurities. Now, insecurities is something that we all have. All of us are insecure about something. But think about where do we get our insecurities from? Let me give you about one second to think about where you get insecurities from. Well, one second is gone, okay? So, <clears throat> we usually get insecurities from other people. Now, you might be talking like, what? It's not other people's insecurities. It's my insecurity. Well, listen to this, right? So, other people talk about something that you don't like so much that you begin to not like it. Let me break it down by telling you my story. And so, like, um, my whole school years, like, my whole entire life of being in school, I've been bullied about my head. People have been saying how big my head was, my head carries my bodies, and so on and so forth. Like, everything about my head, like, my head is so big. Um, there was a cartoon named Megamind. There was a movie named Megamind. And I remember when the movie Megamind just came out. And they, everyone was calling me Mega Head, Mega Mind. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, oh my gosh, so annoying at the time. And, you know, it really made me depressed and it really made me cry and it really hurt me so so bad and it made me show a lot of emotion um in the front of the whole class and everybody in school and it didn't make me feel good and my head started to become one of my insecurities and I want to mention right that before it became an insecurity like I didn't have you know any insecurities at all before they started talking about it and saying how big my head was and saying how they didn't like it that's when it became my insecurity notice how before you went into a particular environment you didn't have any insecurities but when you left that particular environment you left with an insecurity i want to encourage you to stop taking on other people's insecurities that they've sticked on you insecurities are like stickers some like uh A bunch of people just say they don't like one particular thing about you and all of a sudden it becomes your insecurity. Just because the masses don't like something on you, it doesn't mean that it has to become your insecurity. Think about your teeth. Before you even, you know, as you grew older, when you were a baby and when you were small, a little taller, you wasn't thinking about how your teeth look. But when people started saying your teeth look bad and it's crooked and it's yellow and it's dirty. Then you started to feel bad about your teeth. Then that became your insecurity. It wasn't your insecurity before. So it's like insecurities are like a sticker that people stick on you. Okay. 
And, you know, it's so sad that people stick things on you that you have to live with with the rest of you, for the rest of your life. A lot of us are still living with the thought that, you know, um, we don't look good. We're not pretty enough. We're not beautiful enough. But who are those people to tell us that we're not beautiful enough? Who are those people to tell us that we're ugly? ugly who are those people to tell us that we're not cute or we're not beautiful or we're not handsome who are those people they did not create us only a creator can say how you look only a creator can put you in a category of how you look and he's put please placed you in a category of a masterpiece god has called you a masterpiece he didn't call you ugly he didn't call you um your lip is too big. He didn't say that your eyes were too big. He made you fearfully, what the Bible says, fearfully and wonderfully made. You were wonderfully made in the image of God. Right? And so it is important that we listen to what God says about us because God is our creator. It's important to listen to what the creator says about it rather than what other creation says about it. See, everyone have their own preference. Everyone have their own person who they prefer to date. They prefer to date a dark skin, a light skin. They prefer to date a curly hair or maybe a more rough hair person, a straight hair person. Maybe they would want to date a person with big lips, small lips. Everyone has their own idea of beautiful. So why do you listen to people who don't even, who have an idea of beautiful, you know what I mean, that everyone don't have? Everyone do not have the same idea of beautiful. And listen to this, a person does not actually know their idea of beautiful. It can sometimes change. One day I could like this particular person, one day I could like another particular person who are two different people who look, who look differently. One nose is more wider than the other. One lip is more bigger than the other. It might be two different people. So if people change their minds on their definition of beautiful, why would you let someone determine if you're beautiful or not? Why would you listen to someone who don't even know, um, you know, what their definition of beautiful is? Okay. And your definition of beautiful should be you. I've seen a lot of ladies, um, you know, compliment other ladies and say that, you know, that girl is so pretty, but I'm so ugly. I wish I could have the same hair as her. I wish I could just, you know, look like her. No, you are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Do not allow people to give you insecurities. <clears throat> and another thing we need to stop doing is we need to stop um, embarrassing ourselves before other people can embarrass us. We do it a lot. Before other people call our nose big, we say, child, I have a big nose. Or, oh my gosh, I have a big nose. Or you state um, what you don't like about yourself before people even say it. You know what I mean? People see how you treat yourself. You understand? So we're just having a personal conversation about that today. And I want you to change your whole perspective on looks. Change your perspective on beautiful. Change your perspective on charismatic, handsome, smart, intelligent. Change your perspective. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Everyone is handsome in their own way. You understand that? So call yourself beautiful. Call yourself handsome because God created you and God did not make a mistake. 
Trust me when I say that. God did not make a mistake. And if he didn't make a mistake, he surely didn't make a mistake on you. So don't allow what society says is beautiful to determine you're beautiful. Don't allow what culture says is beautiful determines you're beautiful. Okay? Act the way you act. Be the way you are. Act goofy. Act funny. Don't be serious all the time if you're not a serious person. Don't be goofy all the time if you're not a goofy person. Don't allow people to change who you are. Be you. And that is the whole purpose of this podcast, to encourage you to be yourself no matter what, no matter what environment or circumstance that you're in. Be who you are and be who God has called you to be and live your best life with being who you are. There's too many times where we allow people to be the driver of our lives instead of letting God be the driver of our lives. Who is the driver of your life? Think about it. Is society the driver of your life? Is culture the driver of your life? Are people who you may like or have a crush on the driver of your life? Just because society says you have to do a certain thing to look beautiful, to look smart, to look, um, you know, like a fun person to be around, doesn't mean that you have to do it. And I want to ask this question. This leads me to asking you this question. Whose standards are you living by? Are you living by the world's standards and what the world says that you have to do to be successful and what the world says that you have to do to be beautiful and be a fun person to be around? Or are you living by the or are you living by the standards of God? Pick which standards are you living by? Or just be realistic with yourself. If you're living by the standards of the world, I am not here to bash you, but I'm here to help you. God sent his son to die for your sins so that you can repent. And all repent means is to turn from your old ways. It don't mean anything spiritual or deep. All it means is to turn away from your old life and just wanting a new life. So you could repent from that. You could turn from that way. Maybe that's the only way you've been taught is to listen to the perspective perspectives of other people you may not you may have not grow grown up to be yourself but to be what gets you into the job but to be what gets you into harvard what gets you into the school and what i don't understand about jobs and sorry (laughs) that's not the corona now okay y'all it's not the corona so don't click off that's just my throat but What I don't understand about job interviews is they want you to dress a certain way, but they want you to tell the truth on your resume. Think about it. The way you dress expresses who you are, expresses how you feel. A suit and a tie or a nice dress and nice shoes doesn't always express who you are and how you are. And that's why sometimes employers pick the wrong person to make their employee because they tell them what they want them to be, who they want them to be. And then they just decide whether they get the job or not. And that's why some employers don't get good employees because the good employee you allow to let go 
Because you couldn't really see who they were because you told them what to wear and what to be and how to act like and what to put on your resume, basically. And you picked the person who you should not, who should not have been your employee. And you're now having problems because you allowed them to um, not be themselves. What I would suggest for people to do <clears throat> is to start um, recommending that the person who wants to be an employee <clears throat> wear their everyday clothing. Let me see inside of your life. Let me see your integrity. Let me see how you are. Act the way that you act. You don't have to act quiet the whole interview. I want to get to know you. Be you. And if a lot of people allow others to be themselves, they would get the exact person that they're looking for. But if you tell people how to act and a box to fit in, then you won't get that person in their true authentic form you're gonna get something that you wanted to see okay and so <clears throat> for the people out there who have those insecurities let the insecurities go those are not your insecurities you didn't have them when you were born you didn't have them as a toddler as a toddler you did not care how big or small your nose was as a toddler you didn't care how short or tall you were you did not care about those things. But people and their perspective have, have gotten into your head and to make you think that you're not beautiful. You're not wonderful. <clears throat> it may sound cliche when people say that you're beautiful and wonderful and fearfully made and God has made you and you are made in the image of God. It might sound cliche because you may have heard it so many times. But let this one time what I'm saying to you be the significant time. And take action. Feel beautiful. Look beautiful. Walk beautiful. Smile beautiful. And that's what being you. Don't just allow things that people say all the time. Don't overlook things that people say all the time. Sometimes you have to sit down and, and go into depth of, of why people said that to me. Why, what do they mean by that? Or go into depth of asking questions. Of talking, what do you mean by I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? What do you mean by that? You mean ask questions if you don't understand, but never overlook a quote. Never overlook something that might change your life or might change your life for the better. And with being ourselves, we must have a goal of becoming the best version of ourselves each day. <clears throat> if my energy and my attitude was low yesterday, I wake up in the morning and say, how could I make it better. Okay? How can I make my attitude better? How can I treat my neighbors better? How can I treat my brothers and my sisters better in Christ? What can I do? By giving them or by giving people who are in need, by giving them what they need, by talking to them, by being that friend that they need? Think about it. What is it? What is it that how you can change your attitude. What is that one thing that will make a difference in each day? I want you to think about that. Evolve as a person. Don't stay the same. Don't just live in the perception of this is who I am. A lot of us choose to have bad attitudes and bad tempers 
and choose bad choices and we just conform it into, well, Torek, this is who I am. No, it's not who you are. It's who you've chosen to be. And so, yeah, I always have been my biggest crit- critic. So when I'm my biggest critic, I always say, oh, well, Torek, you need to do this better and do that better. Okay? And let go of those insecurities, like I said. Those are not your insecurities. Those are not something that you were born with. Those are not something that God has stuck on you and put you on earth with. Those are things that people wrote and stick on you. Insecurities can harm you. Because seeing a lot of quote-unquote, quote-unquote, beautiful people in the room, and you think that you're not beautiful, depresses you. Makes you angry. Like, why didn't God make me to look this way? Be you. Be authentic. Be true to yourself. Find who you are. And we are, as people, we are constantly finding who we are every single day. So don't allow people to say that you don't look beautiful. That your sense of fashion is not beautiful. Okay? You always have to think of yourself as beautiful and handsome and charismatic and wonderfully made to be able to see what's beautiful. You know what I mean? Be beautiful inside out. Be handsome inside out. Be good inside out. I wanted to send you some encouragement today because I know there's a lot of people walking around with insecurities and especially how we have to be in our house stuck with ourselves looking at those quote-unquote insecurities every day in the mirror, I know it could be hard. And being home by ourselves, we have a lot of room to be depressed. But I don't want you to use that room of depression to be depressed. I want you to fill that depression room with happiness and joy and thankfulness that you were made the way you were. I am glad you were made. I am glad you were created. I am glad your hair is long. I am glad your hair is short. I'm excited. I'm excited that your nose looks the way it looks. I'm excited that you're short. I'm excited that you're tall. It's something from my heart that I'm saying right now. I'm excited. Because guess what? You get to be a unique person each day. You get to be you each day. If you look like someone else, you couldn't get to be you. You couldn't get to do what you want to do. You couldn't get to live out your life. You couldn't get to live your best life. Live your best life with being yourself. Many of us want to live a life of being someone else. And we think just because we're copying someone else's life, we're living our best life of being ourselves. What someone version of wealth is doesn't have to be your version of wealth. And I'm going to get into into depth with all of this in more episodes. I'm going to be talking about, you know what I mean, by myself. And so if you love these episodes with me just talking to you and speaking to you and, you know, helping you one-on-one. This is a conversation between me and you in quarantine. Hi, quarantine buddy. How you doing? How are you doing, quarantine buddy? What have you been eating? What have you been doing in quarantine? If you want to let me know what you've been doing in quarantine, if you want to answer those questions, you can follow me <clears throat> and message me on Instagram at Tariq Farrington, T-O-R-I-Q-U-E, 
F-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N. I would really love to know, what are you doing in quarantine? What are you eating in quarantine? And most importantly, how are you becoming a better version of yourself in quarantine? I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please send this episode to a friend and let them know, oh my gosh, he talked about so many good stuff on this podcast. Surprise them. You know what I mean? Give them some wisdom and knowledge by sending them this link. And I thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love you. I thank you for your support. And I will see you all in the next episode. Peace.